Today's sponsor is Loot Crate. For less than $20 a month, Loot Crate gives the geek in you a special treat every month. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with $40 worth of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc. Delivered to your mailbox every month. This month, they're celebrating all the monsters you can fit in your pocket and the ones you need some crazy circle-drawing skills to bring to the mortal realm. This month's crate features an exclusive collectible they are told is the most important object in pretty much the whole universe. Plus some awesome items from Blizzard, Kid Robot, and many more. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Finito. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Ten seconds to fire it. Welcome back to Picking Favorites, uh, your favorite podcast on the Earwolf Network, uh, Wolf Pop, uh, all those parent companies and subsidiaries combined. Uh, we thank you for listening again this week. Uh, it's a special week. I'm very excited about today. Um, one of the people who I watched as a, as a, a kid kind of grew up together on watching her on television. I'm excited. But first, let's talk about my uh, partner in crime, as always, who is here the lovely and talented Razzle. Hey, Dave. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? I'm great. It's great to see you again it's this week. Great uh, to see you always love doing the show with you. Uh, again today, it's just Razzle and I uh, in studio. Hopefully, we'll have uh, at least one of the guys back next week in studio, and hopefully the other back on Skype, so we can do a four-way uh, show again. We have a couple other guests on uh, hosts on the show, but they're very busy guys. So, Zach Tyler, we love you, and we'll see we you love soon. You guys. Uh, but today. Very excited. We have a great guest, uh, the lovely and talented uh, Jill Whelan, everybody. Welcome to the show, hey, Jill. thank you. Very excited I'm so to excited. Thank you, guys. Jill is from one of my favorite shows growing up. Uh, you would know her as Vicki Steubing on The Love Boat, which was a fantastic show uh, Aww, that I loved as a kid. Um, I still see it every now. It's still on TV. It still runs it is, all thank, the time. Thank the Lord. Do they still? Do you guys still get residuals from mailbox that? money? We did a little bit. Yeah, like, a, like I it's think the I stamp. Have, it's the stamp. Like yeah, I think I literally have a check in my purse for like thirty two cents. No, yeah, I'm so I am so That's surprised the that they still send those out when it costs more to send them out. Like I don't. Why don't you just hold them longer so then you know what I mean? Yeah, like, lawsuits will come up. They do that. Yeah, but it's like you, they just lose money whenever they send you a, a check. I know. I know. It doesn't make any sense. You'd, you'd rather them. Hold on to the thirty-two cents for a little while. Right? Well, yeah, because I'd rather have a check for six dollars so I can buy dinner. Right. Well, <laughs> at, at like the taco stand on the corner. Well, that's hey. only one taco. Right. It's one taco. And it's yesterday's meat. Uh, <laughs> hey, meat is meat. All right. Let's hey. don't get let's don't get that's picky what about it. My last it. date said. Manager wow. Special. There you go. They, hey, that's right. I love. This is gonna be weird for me if you have a little the adult version of Vicky Stooping. <laughs> 
Um, which I, I'm sure that you get that all. You get the whole like, oh, it was Vicky or whatever. But you've done some other stuff as well. You have yeah. a, you now have a radio show or a podcast show I have that a you podcast do. Podcast too that I just started last. Very popular show, I hear. Yeah, it's great. It's called On the Rocks with Jill and Alexander. And okay. It's just all just kind of fun, different stuff. Kind of like this celebrities. Yeah, we, yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, we bring in somebody and we talk about our favorite stuff of, of different topics and genres and times. Yeah. Uh, sometimes are not funny and sometimes they are funny. <laughs> That's like us too. Right. We it's like hope the, it's funny. Yeah, you hope it's funny. And you hope people get it. Um, <laughs> you did a couple things that I have to ask you about. Sure. You did celebrity wife swap. I did. Which I watch those shows and I go, okay, how real is that show? Well. Because, uh, I mean, it's obviously a setup, like, we're going to put you here, yeah. we're going to put you there. We know there are scenarios that are going to happen, but how much of it is, like, this, come on. They want the pushback. Of course. They of really course. do. And I think probably in some of their scenarios, there is. Uh, in my particular one, there was none, because I was uh, matched up with Charo, who I've known <laughs> since I was, who like, Who is by far the greatest guest star on The Love Boat ever. <laughs> and the only most prolific Most guest prolific. The only reason I even know who Charo is is because of The Love Boat. Well, do you know she is the number two flamenco guitarist in the world? What? Wow. I'm not I had kidding no, you. Yeah. She did play guitar on Love Boat occasionally. She's spectacular. I mean, in, it, she, it's, she's incredible on the guitar. She practices three hours every day. I, I, you know what's funny? I see Charo as the original Sofia Vergara. She is. She opened the door for so Absolutely. many Latinas. No, she's Latinas. great. Latinas. I know. Latinas. I'm so... So, oh, so you and Charo swipped, swapped, swapped. We swapped. And it was great because I know her whole family. And the right. funny okay. thing is that we, I saw her two weeks before. We were both performing on a cruise to imagine that. On a princess yeah, cruise? It was. It was on a, It was on an RSVP cruise, which is a, a, a gay cruise charter line. Okay. And it was actually on a princess ship. And we had, we saw each, we, well, we actually didn't see each other. We both knew we were on the ship. We were in different rooms performing and we called each other on the phone and said, let's get together tomorrow night and have a cocktail. Well, that following night, something happened. There was a health issue with one of the passengers. We had to turn the entire ship around. Uh, and go back to port so that they could get ambulance care and taken to a hospital. And because it screwed up the um, the, the itinerary, she had to get off. So we never we never uh, got together. Had we gotten together, it would have been, well, what are you doing? Oh, well, next week I'm doing this thing for yeah. ABC. What are you doing wait, you for didn't ABC? Know, wait, you didn't know that you no. were swapped? No, we had no idea. So they didn't tell your people or her people that you guys, who they knew no. knew each other for 100, 100 no. years, no. were going to swap. Nope. We had no You just idea. said, I'll do the show. You yeah, put me with whoever you put me with. Well, that's, that's the deal. And, they and don't know, you don't know. No, you have no idea. So I was a little freaked out so funny. because it was my kids and my sister. Yeah, I mean. Who was, who was going to be swapping. And I was thinking, and I, I am very non-confrontational, but if you screw with my sister or my kids. I get it. I have a, or, I have a daughter. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, would, I was ready. If something was going to happen, I, if they make my sister cry, I'm going to be so pissed. But, yeah. you know, it was great because it was her and it really was like family. Right. When I walked into that to their house, her husband and her sister who live all in the same compound just were like, oh, my God, it's family. And I the celebrities do not spend the night at the house. Yeah, I, I could have. That's right. how well I know them. Right. But yeah. they, you normally don't. No. So you no. go and shoot, and then you go back home. You go back. No, you don't go home. You go to a hotel. Oh, so you're okay. still away from your family. You're away from your family. I mean, I got to talk to my little one every night because right. well, yeah, I, I you, wouldn't do that. Why, yeah, why would you not do that? Yeah, yeah. So we Skyped every night, and that was great. So. Interesting. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. And do you know, okay, I probably shouldn't say this, but nope, okay, say it, say okay. It. So any I'm not going to mention any, any names. Any sentence starts with, I probably shouldn't say this. And there's microphones. Yeah. It's being said. Well, I know. And, uh, and, I, and I am. That's the tease. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names, but oh. um, it Borrow sure. uh, has... <laughs> that's that's my fake name. Got it. We'll refer uh, to this person as Borrow. Borrow, who plays the guitar, yeah. um, has a bull on her property where she lives. Of course. And she lives in Beverly Hills. No. That's amazing. On her property has a bull, and she tells this story in her house. So Google Earth, Beverly Hills. <laughs> look for a bull, bull ring. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that it got loose one day and went into the house. What? And she was upstairs, and the bull heard her voice, and she had bottle-fed that bull since it was right. a baby. So that was Mama upstairs. It started to walk up the tile stairs. Oh, I've heard about this. You have? No, I've heard, but but bulls. But there's a whole there's a whole like uh, myth, uh, myth that that bull that they cows can't walk, can't walk downstairs. downstairs. They can't. How do you get the bull downstairs? Her husband was pulling him by the tail, and she was pushing him by the yoke where his chest is, <laughs> pushing him down the stairs, and oh, he yeah. was praying that he wouldn't get kicked, or just that bull just fought, slide backwards and crush him. Yeah, yeah, but but they did get So they got him to walk down backwards. Stairs. If that's not its own reality show, I don't know what yeah, is. Yeah, it's funny. I'm surprised that Charo doesn't have her own reality show. Like at I'm, least on I'm like shocked. at least on Univision or Telemundo. Like, she should. 100%. She's yeah. amazing and funny and the sweet. He my son, my little one who's here with me today, fell in love with her. Yeah. And she gave my older son a guitar. Everybody falls in love with her. I was in love with her when I was yeah. a kid. I mean, cuz she's so that, crazy that, funny and like big and she, you know, didn't wasn't bad to look at either. No, when not at all. A, when you're a nine year old kid, you're like, whoa, what? What? She's still amazing. She's very woman, like very feminine. Yeah. This Charo. She's amazing, and her sister looks just like her. Yeah. They like they're twins. It's amazing. So yeah. How so do you know? Great. How do you know you swapped with the real Charo? That is a very good point. <laughs> it's possible I didn't. Huh. I could have been with her sister Carmencita. Wow. wow. I have to do it with the th- the th- with the lift and then the ah yes Carmencita. I like it. That's I like it. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. Holy wow. Cow. I want a bull. So tell me, um, who doesn't? I just want. I just want land. I just want enough land to have a bull. You want like, land? I, I lots don't want of a, land. I don't want a bull. I'd rather have like a boat. Because a boat. I mean, I don't even like the ocean though. So a boat I just with want no a boat ocean. To say I have right. a boat. All right. Yeah. Okay. Because I would have friends that know how to sail the boat. You don't need that much I land. I could go then. on the boat. You, so you guys. So um, how often did you guys? Did you guys ever go on a real cruise ship? Yeah. On the show. We did. We went every. We went for six weeks a year. And you shot all the stuff. No, we just shot specials. Right. So we would do. Um, you know, the China show was usually broken up into two different two-hour specials right. and that kind of a thing. And okay. So, yeah. But was, they build everything else in... Where did you guys shoot in Hollywood? We started at 20th Century Fox. Okay. And then we moved from there to Warner Hollywood. And that was when Aaron Spelling had... Um, at that When we were at 20th Century Fox, MASH was uh, over there. And then um, Family was on the stage uh, next yeah, to family. us. And I then Heart that to show Heart too. I watched Heart there. to Heart. Yeah. I, I watched way too much TV as a kid. <laughs> like I watched... Every, I think I watched every Aaron Spelling show. Uh, me too. I mean, you know. And then when we moved over to the Warner Hollywood lot, it was Dynasty and uh, yeah, Matt the Houston. Song, Dynasty's theme song was so good, dude. <laughs> the, the, was it really? I don't theme remember song. it. 
Yeah. If I remember, uh, I could be thinking of a Dallas. You're though. probably thinking. You're, you're thinking of Dallas. That was a stopper. We have to pay. Is that Dallas? So yeah, that was Dallas. Yeah, that was Dallas. Yeah, that was a good one. In case you don't know, now you know. That's a teach. We're teaching people the things you should know. Yeah, that's on the rest of the other show. Today we learned. The more you know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So you, the other interesting thing about your biography is you were the just say no girl in the '80s. For Nancy yes, Reagan, I was, and you were a kid. Yeah, like how? Wait, were you in that? Were you in that cartoon with all the cartoon characters? God, I don't, I don't remember. Um, it was myself and Melissa Gilbert. Okay, half pint. Okay, one of the other. <laughs> yes, again, yes. way too much TV as a kid. I see. Well, I watched it too. I know. Little House was a great show. It was a great show. What was Little House on the Prairie? Uh, I couldn't get past that. You were too. You're too young. You're too young. Prancing down that field on the hill, and I was like, oh, I'm done with this. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of the theme song yeah, because dude, I just think the of when the from, little the dude from uh, Michael he- Landon. Heaven. Yeah, he was in that Heaven Heaven Heaven, the, heaven and the Angel sent where the angels. Yes, I want to say Heaven can wait, no, but that's not it's it. Called Highway to Heaven. Highway, highway to Heaven. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. It is Highway to Heaven. You did watch way walking down the street. I remember that show too. He was always weird to me. That guy. He was awesome. Michael Landon. He was great. Actually, and I love he brought his his sidekick from Little House on the Prairie to Highway to Heaven. Yeah, as you do. As you do. You bring your friends because that's who you want to work with. Like we have a good rapport. We have chemistry. We know how to work together. Let's do it. I like it. I agree. That's why Razzle and I do this show together because we like each other. Well, it's also a contractual agreement with our lawyers. Yeah, that part is true. Actually, by the contract, cannot. I know. Cannot. But. It says that you maybe have a few stories about like so. How true were you to the "just say no" uh, mantra when you were the "just say no"? I was absolutely at the at that age. I was absolutely very true to it. It wasn't until like well, I was working. When did no, I have course. time? I don't to do know. Anything? Well, when, that's like saying when did Drew Barrymore have time to do things? And she uh, made well, time. The difference. She sure did. The difference between, but Allegedly. she's not doing badly now. Um, no, no, and got look. She survived all that. She had a terror like bad yeah. role models and excess yeah. of money and. Uh, Opportunity, yeah, and she, right. And yeah. she was a child, so I'm not. I'm not blaming yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, I'm just no. saying, it happens. It totally happens. Um, and and the the, I mean, she really must be made of something strong that she got through that because obviously so many kids don't. And it, I really believe it's the parents. Totally, no, I'm I agree. Totally with you. afraid of my mother. And, and you should be. And I am. And so many of my friends are still totally afraid of my mothers. <laughs> Oh, that's the only reason I, I hope I'm out. the father that it's everybody's a, afraid of. It's a good thing of. you yeah. weren't really on. It's I a good thing you weren't on different strokes because it would have turned out differently. I know. Like I know. I mean, it's all like, three of those all kids. All three of those kids. Like what? That was scary. Wasn't that water? Yeah. I, uh, they yeah, but have, I mean, I you know, like that that studio must have had like asbestos or something affecting their brains. I don't know. You know, allegedly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. You you have to say that. It's yeah. true. It's the the thing is though the parents if they they fall in love with the money and oh, the power. Oh yeah. And they forget that their first job is a, a, parent, a parent, and it and it just I mean the industry it, it it's so easy for that to happen. The first day I was ever on a set, the producer it was my first series. The producer came up to my mother and said, um, "If Jill doesn't like anybody here, just let us know, and we'll have them fired." Jeez. No, and she said it in front of me, and my mom laughed at her and, and said, "You know what? If you ever give my daughter that kind of power again, we will be out of here before the name on the contract is oh, dry." Okay. So you have a good parent. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing, um, and scary. Yeah, all at the same time. Was she your manager, like as you were a kid? Well, unofficially, right? You know, she she wasn't going to trust anybody else being on the set with me, and sure, yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, and so she was. It was because of her that. 
you know, I didn't. See, I would have had a hard time being like, oh, yeah, my daughter doesn't like that guy, that guy, that guy, <laughs> and that guy. Um, which, let's, uh, let, you know what, let's do our first topic really quick, and we'll get into that, and we'll see uh, where we go from okay. there. Uh, let's do, just because we're talking about them, let's do our favorite 80s TV show. Um, you obviously were working in television and film all through the 80s, yeah. uh, which had to be a crazy time. You had to see a lot of stuff. Not just the story you just told us, but... A lot of amazing, fun yeah. stuff. A too. lot of amazing, fun stuff, too, I hope. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, the yeah. Television was, like, great I loved in the, the 80s. 80s. I loved the 80s. Uh, the Cosby show was, uh, you know... I know, no. Without every, everything else that's going on Everybody with loved the show. It was a great show. Loved that show. And I'll never forget that one episode where um, the littlest one, where they were singing... Uh, and they're doing the, the oh yeah like the, the Aretha Franklin thing yeah oh, it yeah, was and it was wasn't good. Aretha but it was uh, yeah oh my gosh I know gosh. What you're talking about yeah and she comes out she's like big and uh, oh god it's an amazing episode oh. I totally remember the one you're talking about so good that's my it's really favorite. sad this whole thing that's is good. super sad that story yeah. I mean sad for all the the victims well sad uh, for so. everybody else who that show was running in. In, it was getting you know, syndication in syndication money. world. <laughs> no, it's not. And now all oh, of them. Right. Yeah, they all. I mean, that's what I feel getting, oh, yeah. for all of those people who. That maybe, does suck. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's bad. It's bad all the way around for that. Yeah. But so it was a great. It was a great show. There's no was. doubt. It was the probably the yeah Good one of the show. most loved shows in the '80s for sure. For me, uh, for me, yeah. That was your favorite one. That's a great one. I think so. Yeah. What about you? Um, it's hard. I loved. Uh, I guess if I really break down to the one I watched the most, was most religious about, is I loved Miami Vice. Yeah, I love Miami Vice so much, and I don't know if it's because I was like, you know, it started when I was thirteen, and then I was watching it all the way. But I watched it every, I guess Friday. I think it was on Friday night. Still, when when weekend TV, when weekend TV was this whole thing, and it was a ten o'clock on Friday night, and I'd be like, thirteen years old, and what else are you gonna be doing? You're at home. I'm like, I'm watching Miami Vice. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, and I'd always be like, my mom and dad, like, make sure they weren't watching because it was kind of a risque show, not just oh, the violence, yeah. but it had chicks in like super small bikinis, and there was always a sex scene in the show, and you're always like going, well, I, yeah, and any of those pale colored suits, I mean, that's risque. Yeah, it it, it was, uh, but I loved that show. I loved the, you know, I just, I don't know, you you'd love, people love crime dramas. And yeah, they love, I still do. I love that. Yeah, of course. That's why some of the biggest shows on TV are still crime dramas and about criminals and kind of the anti-hero. These guys were, but these guys were like the good guys, but they did have flaws and there were things that they did. They had to sure. pretend to be bad guys all the time. But they uh, were uber cool though. Uber cool. Like the coolest cars, the coolest clothes, yeah. like they talked cool, they had cool hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did. He had the best. He had a great. Don Johnson had great hair. He's got a new show coming out. I just oh, saw. He does? It's called Blood and Oil. I, I keep seeing oh, posters for it everywhere. Me I think too. it's on ABC or something like that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I think it's a. I think it's basically a new Dallas. Okay. I mean, if Blood and Oil makes me go, okay, that's a Dallas show. It, it's it's got to be about Texas like and uh, oil I'm business. In. I'm in. I'll watch it. Yeah. Me too. Um, Razzle, what about like, your? What's your favorite like show from the like skincare? Like, like how oil, great would that like be? Yeah. Skin. Oil. They sell olive oil. It's about an oh, olive oil business in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. It's about a blood <laughs> diamond corporation yeah. that smuggles their blood diamonds in bottles of oil. In bottles of, in uh, bottles of extra virgin olive oil. I'd still be in from Sicily. I would or wherever still be extra in. virgin olive oil comes yeah. out. I don't know. Blood diamonds and oil. That's TM. That's my new show. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Cheers. <gasps> oh, so you know, because Cheers the best is great. Comedy of all time. I think we've I think we've said our favorite TV show ever. We've done this episode, but not our favorite '80s TV All right, show. Then I'll sit. I'll not say. No, no, Cheers. Cheers is great. I mean, Cheers is a, again. I mean, I Cheers is on every I night. I gotta go with Cheers. Cheers too. is on every night. It's yeah. on every night. So good, uh, dude, and a great show. It's still funny. Here's still something. Funny. Let me ask you this because I'm looking. I'm looking, and YouTube might know this as because you're older than me. 
I mean, you're both. Thank you I for mean, bringing that up, by the way. Just he brings so. it up a lot because yeah. I'm the oldest person on no, the show. I'm very self-conscious. Uh, well, now it's me. Not by much. Now, uh, four years. So, yeah. I mean, I'm looking. There's a lot of 80 shows, and obviously there there's a million. That's, yeah. But there's also yeah. like a lot of 80 shows that had primarily like familial things or like a lot of kids in them. Yeah. Did those air in primetime also? Like, were those a main thing? Like, were those popular shows? Like, with starring like Silver Spoons and all that? Like, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, no, Silver Spoons yeah, was, was a primetime show. It was like, like NBC. Like, yeah. 8 o'clock? NBC, 8 o'clock. Silver Spoons was an 8 o'clock yeah. show followed Isn't that by. weird how vastly it's changed? And now it's like mostly like adult shows? Well, I mean, and, but and that's the way. Procedurals and crimes and all that? But that's the way it kind of goes. If one is really good, then, well, what then they, 40. It was, right, it was, but it was usually family show at 8. Yeah. On every network. Yes. Family show, either half hour or hour, or two family shows. Right, sitcom. One hour uh, drama that was a little bit lighter that had, and then 10 o'clock was the gritty, the gritty, whatever the gritty thing on television Miami could be. Vice or Miami Vice. Miami Drive Ice, Hill Street Blues, yeah. Dallas. Vice was on at 10. Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. Dynasty was on at 10. Like Magnum P.I. was a 9 o'clock show. Yeah. Right? Magnum P.I. was the, the awesome buffer show. between the comedies right. and the gritty the crime drama. It was the gritty, because it was funny like yeah. and still action show, yeah. right? Because Don Belisario is a genius yeah. and knows how to make great television. Tom Selleck's awesome. Uh, and, still, and still does. And still yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, those... Uh, those, Yo, he uh, was like 35. He was like almost my age in that, and he looks so much older and like a man than that. Oh, yeah, he was a man, but he was just a man. He looks so more manly than, like, it just blows my mind. Like, he doesn't look like any of my friends, and we're all that age. Oh, like, Tom well, Selleck? Tom Selleck or, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, but it's was, like you so many, like, the, on, all dude. the shows, that like the 8 o'clock shows you can look were like. I don't look like that. Like it's the, the mustache. We're like the facts of life yeah, and, like, family ties and, like, the 8 yeah. and 8 30 oh, shows, you know what I mean? I forgot about family. I loved family ties. so many shows. Like, even, here's the funny thing. The 18 was an 8 o'clock show. Yeah, I think was. the A team was on Friday nights at eight o'clock. I think Friday nights don't have much. Do are do, to, are, now is TV uh, there? There nights? are some shows are on Friday nights. Like Sci-Fi has some cool shows on Friday nights. Uh, CW has some cool shows on Friday nights. Like the, not the big big networks because mostly now they're putting reality shows on Friday nights. Do you know it's so hard for me to remember what's on what night because yeah. I TiVo you TiVo everything. everything. Yeah, I know. So I have no idea. Very true. And I think everybody does that. Yeah. And you yeah, have they the, do. the idea of they Netflix do. and binge watching, and especially out in, on this coast, at least in this town, Friday nights, everybody's doing stuff. But yeah. maybe in like the Midwest or in wintertime when yeah, it's I cold. And yeah, like I was at home. You know, when you're in, in, when you're not in like warmer cities or whatever, yeah. or you, you know, you don't have, you know, entertainment things to do at night or whatever. And you, you know, or if you have kids and you stay home on Friday nights. I gotta imagine that Friday nights are a thing. Do you do you find because right? I, I find this all the time if I'm walking or if I'm in the house or whatever and something like if my dog does something really cute, I almost reach for the remote to rewind it. Oh, that's fine. I've never. Just, that's. I'm mean, gonna be honest. That's a little gonna, insane. I know. <laughs> it just happened that. to me this morning. It was like. Yeah. Oh, you want to TiVo your life? Yes. Yeah, funny. Some some moments, some I'd like to just just fast forward, like you do. The, oh. But you do the movie, like click, and all of a sudden you've lost your whole life, right. and you're sad, and uh, you I know. Be sad. No, I'd fast forward to the future. Uh, Why? I always See? go to the future, like never. The past. Like if no. you had a time machine right now, go to the future. Yeah. <laughs> no, you go to the past. You find no out. You no, know, you go to the no past, way. and then you can no. totally. Uh, no depends on what your motives are. That's all. That's a, that's a good motives? point. What's your that's a good point. Curiosity is better than money. Really? Absolutely. Okay. That tell that to a bunch of curious, hungry people. Yeah. No, I'm. I'll tell them that in the future when we solve that problem. <laughs> if you solve the problem of how to feed 7 Absolutely. billion people, people okay. 100 years, people will figure that out. Or people die out. I yeah, that, I think the latter is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> You're not going to yeah. figure out how to create more from less. Uh, what's, our next, what's our next topic, or do we need to take a break? Let's take a break. Or? Let's take a break right now, and then we will come right back with more Jill Whelan. Pick it!
Hey, nerds, let's talk about fantasy football, okay? FanDuel week one games are almost here. I'm excited about FanDuel. I've never played it this year, but I'm going to add it to my fantasy football list of things to do. I've been playing fantasy for about six years with some guys I've been working that I worked with forever ago on a TV show. We have the same league. I'm going to add FanDuel to my uh, to my NFL watching experience this year. I'm super excited about it. Here's why. FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. That's it. They're the best. They are also going to pay out over $75 million a week this football season. You heard me, $75 million a week. There's a salary cap format. You pick any players you want for just one week. That means you start over every single week. You have a new chance to win a bunch of money. Entry fees start at just $1. And guys, anyone can play. You pick your players. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little, you know, I'm a bit of a homer for the Saints. So if I can pick up somebody like Drew Brees, don't think I'm not going to do it. All right. There's some great players out there. Um, it's going to be a fun league. We're also going to do a listener league. That means we're going to play with you fans at home in our own picking favorites league. So get ready for that. It's going to be super exciting. Um, I want you to love FanDuel as much as I do. I want you to hit us up on Twitter, hit us at, at the Nerd Machine, and let us know what you think about FanDuel. Give us your picks, who you think is going to be the, the top people this year in fantasy, the top football teams. Show us your spirit. Show us what you love. Show us that you're sports nerds. I want you to go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code NERD and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it with up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200, guys. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code NERD today. Don't forget to use my code NERD. That's N-E-R-D. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Of course you do. That's why you listen to your favorite podcast, Picking Favorites. Let me tell you, Loot Crate is a subscription box for you. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with $40 plus worth of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc. delivered right to your mailbox every month. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash the nerd machine and enter code nerd machine to save $3 on any new subscription. Every month there's a different theme, which are all inspired by classic movie and video game releases as well as pulling from pop culture franchises. Previous crates have included items from franchises like, I don't know, one you may have heard of called Star Wars, maybe something from Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and, and there's just too many more to, to talk about, guys. Call forth some hard-hitting companions and get ready to summon an epic loot crate. They're celebrating all the monsters you can fit in your pocket and the ones you need some crazy circle-drawing skills to bring to the mortal realm. This month's crate features an exclusive collectible they're told is the most important object in pretty much the whole universe, plus awesome items from Blizzard, Kid Robot, and many others. Basically, Loot Crate is like a friend who really knows what you like and that, that loves you and wants to surprise you with an awesome present every month. We all need friends like that. 
Well, guess what? You can buy that. You can buy that kind of friend with a Loot Crate subscription. Did we also mention they ship to over 13 different countries? You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it, it's over, there are no more. Never again will that box exist in the mortal realm. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. We just play the music until they stop talking, until people stop talking. It's just talking. like the Oscars. It's just like the Oscars. We're going to play you in and play you out. That's what's going to happen. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're with the lovely and talented Jill Wheeling. 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 I'm saying that too it. many times. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, we're very excited. We're talking about, during the break, we were talking about people watching uh, other people play video games like Stampy and PewDiePie and all those kind of yeah. things. It's amazing to it's me. It's amazing. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I really don't. It's because com- they're funny. Are they? Oh. That, that, to, if 37 million subscribers, some people think it's funny. Sure. Nobody wa- I don't think a lot of people are watching PewDiePie because they hate him. He's watching, they're watching him play this, a, ga- a full game, though, right? Well, like, how do you explain the play Kardashians, like, then? They're watching play because <laughs> they're... Look, people want conflict yeah. and they want drama. That's why... That's why ten o'clock shows are full of drama and conflict. All right, I'm gonna just start. I'm gonna buy a system, or I'm gonna email. Yeah, but you can't live stream the kind of drama that's in the lives of the television no, shows. No, but that I are can create. I, I can mean, start a Twitch. No. How do I do? How do I start doing Twitch? Just go to Twitch and sign up. What is oh. that? Is that on my computer? Is that it's on an a app? System? It's everything. Yeah, it's so on, you I can, can download get it on, it on your phone. Xbox or a Sony thing. Um, I think you can do it on Xbox One. I got to check. I'm not and, and Sony PS4. And then what happens? Then you just you can start broadcasting you playing games. I'm gonna do that. Because okay. I don't know how to play games. Okay, perfect. But maybe it'd be great if like, you're like the noob, yeah, watch me get games. killed every five seconds. Which is kind of what Toby Turner does a lot. He tries I to would, play games, he's not very good at them. I would die. Pootie, play, would Pootie Pie plays, and because he's funny, yeah, and he, kind of, he just talks to me. I, I would think get angry. Part of it's because he's things. Swedish and he has an accent. Like He's just a weird guy, and I th- people love characters, right? Yeah, that's true. Kim, Card- Kim Kardashian is a character. Also, no one knows who Kim Kardashian I also is. Have in her, things to they do don't really know who that is. Yeah. They know the character of what the Kardashians are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They want to see characters. They want to they want it's just it's why people like Dallas and Dynasty yeah. and Knots Landing. They like big, well, rich people like Knots Landing. That's true. Traveling, uh pretty cars. That's true. Money. They love people love that stuff on television. They just do because they're everyone, living vicariously. Everyone wants that lifestyle. Yeah. Right, that's so true. that's why they watch, and that's why it's entertaining, and that's why they get three or four million viewers a week on a cable show. Yeah, I guess I think because if I'm watching a character that is written, yeah, I don't think that it's real. But but when you see them real, I just go, oh my god. But what's real? But that's the other thing, dude. There's nothing real. Nothing. Yeah. Real. No show is real. Yeah, that's true. Nothing. Nothing on television is real. This isn't real. I'm not real. You're not even here. You're, you're, a, holo- you're a hologram. I'm a meme. Yeah. You're a meme. <laughs> we talked about the whole funny the last our last episode. We talked about memes and like how that that fad of memes is such a weird it's yeah uh, experience for everybody. But I don't know. I, I I like memes. I think they're funny. I don't do a lot of them. Yeah. Because I feel like I, if I do it, I'm already playing it out. Like it's already uh, it's over. Oh, I beat him like a dead horse. No, he's a meme guy. Uh, he I beat the yeah. shit out of the memes. I got laundry. My friends to do. hate it. Yeah, right. <laughs> My friends hate it. I find something that I think is funny. And He'll I put just, himself in a picture or something, and I you're going, "What are you? What are you doing? Yeah. That's not. <laughs> that's not funny." But hey, look, people. Supposedly, Katie, uh, a friend of mine, seen I put I put 
Uh, Perry's seen my photo running from with Cara Delevingne. We were running from a dinosaur. I'll put myself. I want to be in action <laughs> movies, and I like dumb shit. So I'll put myself in like. I'll make. I'll make these photos where I'm like in an action, and I'll show you one. And I did one. I'll show day. you one. I did one the other day where me and this supermodel that I'm in love with, that I have a crush on, are running away from a T-Rex. Per, as so you would. Sad. Yeah, because we would save run, her. Yeah, not. I'm running in front of her. Are no. you running in front of her or behind her? <laughs> Come on, I I can run faster than her. <laughs> See, you put her behind. You put her in front of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, that's like saying how, it's dead. like saying how fast can you run? I only got to run if I'm bears chasing me. I only got to run faster than you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got to outrun the bear. That's true. So when the T Rex comes, but it's also like, oh my god, that is so funny. He loves. <laughs> it's like Photoshop for for the phone. It's that's like true. phone Photoshop. I'm, I'm, and I'm. Awesome. You're quite good Here's at it. Yeah, honest, you're pretty good. I've at been it. given ideas. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about turning that into like an art book, like a coffee table book. That's oh, awesome. like a idea. show. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But I, it's many people that have are of note have lo- said I should put that into a book and like do photo shoots with people. Like It'd be funny. Like yeah. My famous friends and do a boat, a, bo- a book, a boat, a, boat. a, a book about You're boats. Stuck I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy a boat with the money it's, I make from the boat. Uh, yeah. There you go. And you put it in Jill, the backyard. It's yeah. going to be a very You're stuck small on boat. a boat for I, a very specific reason. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm on a boat. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> I get you that. You spent part of your life on a boat. Um, yes, that's On a true. very big princess anyways, cruise line ship. I did. I digress. Um, I did. I don't even know what that means, but I think I do. Hey, let's <laughs> talk about our favorite musicals. Okay. Yes. Yay. Uh, <laughs> There's the gay man in me. There, yeah. it, is. there it is. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> favorite musical. Hands. Wow, that went. <laughs> wow, that took I a like turn. It. No, it was a good turn. It was just a funny turn. Uh, Jill, what's your favorite musical ever? Uh, you okay. know what? Tell me. Uh, tell me this. Tell me the favorite one you've ever done, and then the favorite one that you would like. You would love to be in, even if there isn't a role for a character like what you would want to play. Okay, it used to be that I wanted to do My Fair Lady, and I still who do. doesn't want to do that yeah. show? But I'm really into the idea of Sweeney Todd right now. Okay, I would love to do that. Sweeney Todd, I think Ugh. probably one of the. People have seen people most Sweeney Todd because of the movie. Yes, with Johnny Depp and uh, the whole. It wasn't great. No, unfortunately. but Angela Lansbury was amazing. That's true. Bummerest of a story. It's almost a bigger bummer than Les Miserables. I can't even say that right. But it was a bigger bummer. bomb than Les Miserables. Like, holy yeah. cow! Yeah. Well, I loved Les Mis too, but oh, it's a great show. So I saw Les, I like, saw Les Mis in London. It's horrible. It's a great musical. The musical's great. The movie again. It's. Yeah. Those stories are not. It, it's such because a you, bump. Like it's oh hey, yeah. Hey, do you want to feel like bummer. shit after three hours? <laughs> watch this. Uh, watch these very talented people but singing. It's very it. well. Very oh, French. Poor Russell Crowe. Yeah. Very French. Yeah. Uh, especially look at all the operas and La Boheme and all those kind of things. Oh yeah. It's a very French story about the ingenue and how she struggles and she gives right. her life up for the. You now that's a whole thing. It's like. Yeah. Um, it's a very Greek tragedy. No, but it's a great. By the way, it's one of the best musicals to watch. Uh, a Live production of oh yeah that you can watch because you one day more listen so one of the greatest moments ever so and good. and this and I'm a, I grew up as a set designer so I went to oh. I have a master's degree in set design I told this a few times um, and so I did a lot of set design as a graduate student uh-huh. and then professionally a few things and then I got into TV and started doing more props and now producing stuff but I never got to do anything as big as like a Miss Saigon or yeah. a Les Mis and if you watch shows like that like I saw Miss Saigon in Cincinnati Ohio I don't know and like. 1993 or four, and the helicopter comes on stage, and you go, "Holy crap!" Yeah, like they just brought a helicopter on stage. I'm like, I'm worried about like flying in a drop right in the background, <laughs> and like, they just brought in a helicopter, right? And so uh, I I get blown away by that kind of thing. And Lake Miz is even bigger because the whole barricade, the, the city falls yeah. down, it becomes the barricades. And you're like, how did that just happen? 
Oh man! Oh, you know there's a the new, mechanics of all that I love. There's a new musical coming out that my friend is producing. Um, three of them are producing: um, Jack Batman, Bruce Harris, and um, what's his last Joe, name? Jack Batman. How do you spell like that? Batman. B- yeah, B A T M A N. So awesome! I know. Like, how did everybody just not call him Batman? Like of, that's his name, Batman. Talk about a lottery winner, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, that's. Oh my not, God! That's your so name, right. Johnny I, Batman. I, what? <laughs> That's my name, Johnny <laughs> Batman. Of course. I've never even thought of that. Are you no, serious? No, no. What? No, gay it's men love his body. Sorry. Um, uh, I, I'm pretty sure gay men like Batman. That's Batman. I'm sure they do. Especially the Joel Schumacher version yes, with I'm Batman sure and Robin do. with Dude's the cod pieces. And the, again, this is Come not on. a stereotype. I'm just saying. Well, I like that. That show Batman. was very, fact, that movie was very the dude, homoerotic. The, the, dude, the, dude, oh, yeah. who, the dude who uh, founded Melbourne, Australia, his last name was Batman. I did not know that. Yeah. Look at what I've learned today. Yeah. Well, okay, so these guys yes, and Joe Everett Michaels is the other producer. They've produced an they're it's a new musical version of Carrie. Now there oh, have been a couple wow. of them that have been All really right. bad. Sign me up. You gotta see it. It's coming to LA um in October. Where are they gonna do it? They're gonna do it downtown. I think it's the Los Angeles Theater. Okay. But they have the, I was thinking when you were talking about set design and everything, the cool thing is that when you walk into theater to the theater, there's no seats in the theater. All the seats now are on the stage. Oh, wow. So you walk Can in. Can I bring a garbage bag so I don't get covered in blood? Wait, you sit on the stage? You sit on the stage, and, and, and you sit in bleachers, and they're modular, and they're, they move. Huh? Yeah, throughout the... That's awesome. I oh, mean, yeah, I'm I gotta go chill. see the show. It's so cool. And the guy who uh, does a lot of the magic for David Copperfield is doing magic in this show, because you know Carrie has got uh, telekinetics yeah. and all that stuff oh, going yeah. on. It's so cool. It's, it's a musical. Really, yeah. It's okay, really gone I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm go. in. How do they do the blood, or is that fire started? That was scary, right? No, Carrie no, with Carrie the blood. No, Carrie has tons of blood. It's all in there. Oh, that's awesome. Everything is in there. That's so crazy. I'm Dirty excited. pillows and all. Oh, yes. Yeah, Whoa. I do, yeah. We'll let people look that up. We'll let people figure that out uh, on the guide. If, yeah, if you're a Carrie lover, you'll oh, know what that means. Wow. But it's going to uh, be really good. I can't, I'm excited. I'll, I'll look out for it, and we'll tweet about it and say, like, hey, after we go see the show, like, hey, Joe Whelan was right. Yeah, yeah. The show is the best. It's totally cool. Uh, but so. what's your favorite musical that ever? Oh, gosh, that's so hard to pick. I'm, that's why I'm, it's called Picking Favorites. I that's know. The whole, that's the whole point. All right, so I'm I'm a classic musical lover, I, I would say so. I am as well. I am as well. So uh, My Fair Lady, A Sound of Music, um, South Pacific. That's I would love to do South Pacific. That that's would be so much fun to do. Sound of Music is one of the greatest. I think Sound of Music is the greatest musical film yes. of all time. Yes. But and, and of modern great musicals, um, I think um, the one with Nicole Kidman and um, oh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. So I loved it. I loved that movie. I, I mean, I loved it. I loved that movie too when I saw it in the theater. I was a real theater geek at the time and theater nerd, yeah. and I still am. Not so much as I was when I was going to grad school, because I think I saw that movie when I was in grad school, and I was like, "Holy crap! Like this is so much fun." Yeah. Um, but I think people get people think that movie now is like they're like, "Oh, Baz Luhrmann, he was." Trying to do too much with this, but it was so much bigger. Like it was a larger than life story and yeah. sound, and but his incorporation of pop music I and modern. It. it was great. It's a great movie. You're right. It's a great movie. And I just thought for people who don't really like musicals, because my son, he's 20, he's a film student. Okay. He cannot. He just he cannot conceive and understand the logistics or the logic of 
having a scene and then and breaking, breaking into, into song. song. Sometimes he, you just got to sing out your feelings. Sometimes you got to sing it, man. Listen, I know. I'm a music. I've been I cut my teeth on them. Yeah. Since I was seven years old, I've been doing musicals. But yeah, no, I, uh, I I think that. But that worked for for. Yeah, but it's like opera too. It's like, well, I just don't understand the story of everybody just singing all the time. It's like you, you just. I think you buy in because you want. In musicals, as opposed to like television and film, so much is you really can't suspend your disbelief in the musical. Yeah. And plays in general, right? You're, there's the contract's a little different with the audience that is on television because you want to believe that things on TV and movies right. are a little bit more real and grounded in reality. Yes. And a play, like you know, it's a story. I mean, story. I mean, the reason that modern like set design s- happened in America is because we started doing all these expressionistic designs that Robert Evan Jones brought back from Europe, and you go, this is crazy because it became. In, they were telling, you know, they were using metaphors and sets, and they were b- pieces and, and skeletons of, of buildings to to really convey right. something to the audience, as opposed to here's the here's a regular room, and now these people are going to tell this really tragic story. Right? How can we affect their visual uh, responses, not just to the people, but what they're looking what, at in general? Yes. Right? And that's so true. And I think that's really why why things got so crazy, which, which is why shows like. Les Mis and Phantom, and they're not like super realistic looking right. sets. They all have like this expressionistic style or quality. Secret they, Garden was they, like that too. That's true. Yeah, it makes you feel something just by looking at at the set. Yes. So, um, so did you South South Pacific? Is that the South Pacific? I think if if I, oh God, I. It's I'm, hard. That's the whole point. So That's why it's, it's hard. You're, you asked you can Libra give an, you can, to make one choice. You can have an honorable mention. You can think one more. Okay. Um, well, oh, see, South Pacific is my honorable mention, and then I'm going to have to go with Sound of Music. Okay. Sound of Music is great. My daughter, who is three, loves the Sound of Music. She sings the songs as much as she can sing them yeah. at three. Oh, my God. How cute uh, is that? Oh, it's so cute. She sings every song. as kind of Aww. how she can sing it. We were doing a walk the other day, and she was singing Shake It Off. <gasps> oh, so Stop good. it! She was yeah, not all the she can, but she knows, but she definitely knows the song, and she actually knows. I think she's going to be a performer. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad for us, but she recites lines of movies that she watches and does the actions with the movie oh all God. the time. It and the inflections of their voices oh. and like the whole thing. Like oh, you have to have tons of videos of this. Yeah, I'm we sure. do. She's the best. Yeah, she's the best. But Razzle, I don't know how big a musical person you are, oh, but I love him. Great. What's your favorite musical ever? Favorite musical ever. <clears throat> it's tough because I like. I mean, you got all the old ones that are really great, and then you got some of these newer ones that are really good. Yeah, like I seen Wicked. I seen Wicked on Crazies. I seen recently. Um, the, the, those are really good. Uh, and then you got a lot of the, like the Disney ones are turning into really good ones, and those are good. Um, but I'm gonna have to go. I'll go old. Generally, I I, I feel like I always say Guys and Dolls is is my favorite. Um, yeah, so but, that. it's a good one. But I've been on a, I've been on a, um, the Music Man's a good one too. Oh, it's so good. I can see you being in. And the that music dude was just Robert uh, Preston was amazing. I was in, in the, the Music film. Man. I can see that in high school. I, can I see was that. one of the train dudes. I was in a, was in a and it is, cash for the got hard cash goods, for cash the for the money goods. Or <laughs> oh my god! I was one of those dudes. That is oh, that is I was such in guys a and dolls too. Another amazing, nicely, nicely. I love both. Sound of rocking the boat. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'll say, I'll say those two. I'll split those. I just sang "Marry the Man" today mention. on Monday night. Did, uh, did you? <laughs> I did, and I did a, a show. I was singing. At the Rockwell. 
I was singing the other day. I was cooking, and for something, I was singing. I, I make words up to songs a lot, and I was singing "Luck Be Lady." Only I was singing like my own words. Yeah, I can't remember what the words. That's were. one of the favorite shows. I got to design that show for a summer theater, and all I did was I took a reference from big signs from the era. Yeah, and I just made the whole set was just like neon and glass. Oh, I and, like, love live box signs. How fun! It was fun. It was really cool. So like, we didn't have a lot of money to like try to do the skyline. I was like, well, let's just build. I did a big Pepsi Cola sign in the back. Oh, that's like the great. whole thing. It was really fun. I really liked doing that show. However. My favorite musical ever is that I got to actually produce and work on was My Fair Lady. I love the music. Oh, I, again, I think so all good. musicals should be set in uh, Victorian England. <laughs> I think yes. they all, oh, that's where they all so... should be. Um, and because there's such a, again, she's such a great character. Oh, she's like, that such character a great is so great. Character. And the whole relationship between her and the doctor is it, just so interesting in the way yeah. it the arc of how that whole thing goes, and you know, the, it's a it's the basic boy meets girl love story, but that doesn't matter. Like it, that story works, and the way that show goes from like Covent Garden to the house and like back like on the streets where you live, yeah. like the whole like everything about that show has just great. I've grown pace, accustomed to her face. Grown accustomed it's to her face. It's like great the song. rain in Spain stays melt. Like you have all these, and like everyone knows those references, whether they know the show or not. They know like these lines of like oh singing in the rain's a good one too oh so good singing in the I, see there are two different categories right. we've got movie musicals movie musicals yeah. and regular yeah. and musicals and yeah. just musicals singing yeah. in the rain um, white Christmas those are all oh white amazing. Christmas is you have to watch that at least once or twice during if the it's Christmas on holidays. forget it it's on yeah there's movies like that that'll be like, I'm gonna watch this and like that movie's like 55 years old yeah, yeah. yeah. it's great Gene that's why Kelly. Oh, you can't so beat it that's the singing so in the rain. Good. Mm. Yeah, I love so those. Uh, I love those two. Good I mean, morning, and and honorable mention some things like We've Oklahoma, great West Side Story. Yeah, uh, West Side Story's got to be one of the most ironic, like the weirdest, popular musicals of all time. Just because of the way they said, like, we're gonna make it gangs. I mean, it's Romeo and right. Juliet with 1950s gangs sure. or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're like, gangs is like a weird turn, but yeah, that's what they were. Like, they were like, you know, these little neighborhood gangs, and you're going. And it's that whole '60s kind of beatnik sort of yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. When you're a jet, you're, yeah, jet and you're like, wait, wait. I'm just watching this these badass gang guys do a whole <laughs> dance routine when they're snapping right. and, and like. Oh, stepping. that's, all, that's, that's all where my son yeah. has a problem. That's where he gets off the that's train. Where, yeah, that's because that, I get that. And once I start, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. But at the time, I think you're like, it was. You're a, but and you also got to look at it from the time of when it was released and what had been up to that point because you're like, oh, okay, I can buy into this because of what I've seen. In the last two years, someone who tries to watch West Side Story who isn't really familiar with that kind of era of right. films and musicals, you would go, "What the yeah. shit is this?" Yeah, like the whole James Dean. It was that whole. Yeah, totally, absolutely, absolutely. And people just don't have the context that people had. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Know? So it was great. Uh, it's a great. It's too. great. It's a great. Musicals. We yeah. love musicals on the show. Zach's going to be mad that we didn't do it when he was here. I feel like we did uh, when we had a call and someone asked that question. Oh, maybe episode. they did, but I don't think we actually did it as an episode. I don't think we did it as an episode. Oh, God, there's just so many. There are. There's too many. probably not thinking of. Gypsy, we didn't talk Gypsy. about. Gypsy. Love Gypsy. Uh, it's the chorus line. Of course, Bob Fosse. You can't, I mean, again, there's a million. You go do the, like the top hundred list of musicals. You go, yep, great, great, great. Oh, I haven't seen that, but I heard it's great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you like Chicago? I, you mean the movie? Or the movie version? I did. I thought it was okay. I thought I didn't think it was the greatest thing that had ever been made. Is no. the way people made it out to be. I think part of that was who was in it. Like that made people go, "Oh, it's so much better because it's Richard Gere and Nicole Kidman and yeah. Um, oh, not Nicole. No, Kidman. no, it's Renee. Re- Renee Zellweger, Zellweger and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. And you go, okay, 
three of the biggest stars in Hollywood do this yeah. musical. And Queen Latifah. Right. And that's a great, I mean, look, it was a really fun, it was good movie. Yeah. I just, I don't love Chicago. I don't love that musical as much as some of the others. No, it's not my favorite over some of the others. So. I don't know. I, it's like, I, I just don't, yeah. I'm a traditionalist. I yeah. just, King and I. It yeah. was so yeah. good with Yul Brenner and totally. You can't beat that. Deborah one. Carr and and I even love A Star Is Born. Okay, that's a good. I've never one too. seen that one. In a, I've never seen that musical pr- produced. I've only seen the movie. And not no, I mean really the movie like, version. Okay. I mean, I. It's it's just that quintessential Chris Christopherson kind of. Look, I'm a Chris Christopherson fan. Yeah. From way back, from like. Convoy and the Rubber Duck. I mean, Convoy. I am, oh God, Convoy! I love that. I love that home. I want to remake that movie. You uh, should. It doesn't really. But it's funny because it doesn't. It doesn't play. Because you got to update it, and if you update it, it does. It's not the same thing. Cell phones and not CB radio. Yeah, I mean, it's just That's not true. Plus, no one does. It, it's just not the same. Trucker like, society. Isn't trucker as society isn't the same. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, you know, trucks dominated. The roads back in the day, yeah, because yeah. that's yeah. the only way. Like it, that's how you got goods and that's services. how goods and services got moved. Got I mean, they airplanes. still do that now, but it's not like it was. Yeah, um, which you would think it'd be more of because there's more people, but I don't know. You, I don't, you don't know notice them works. as much. I mean, and you could period piece it out, but then it's like, why remake it? If then you're making it in the period. same right. time period. What are you doing? Well, that's like Love Boat. Everybody always says, "Why don't you guys remake Love Boat?" It, it would not translate. You right. can't take it out of that era and that genre. Yeah, cruises aren't the same anymore because, like, on this on your cruise ship, there were almost no kids. Well, but not even that part. It's the whole idea that it was it was cheeky back then that people oh, well, would hook up. Yeah, the doctor's but, like hooking up with everybody, and, and now, everybody who comes on the boats. It's like a singles cruise every week. Yeah, and I just think that now with with AIDS and everything that has come through, it doesn't have the same kind of fun, cheeky sort. Well, of... Well, it's like airline travel too. Even that matter. Do you really? Do matter, you really you think know, that people 60s? are less promiscuous now than no, they were in the love? Because I mean, I think they're not. way worse. Like, it's way worse. I don't think they're. I just think that. With political correctness and everything, we're all so overly sensitive about everything that I, that would not be. I agree with you, but I mean, we, I mean, but half the shows on but television I, are about yeah. people hooking up with other people. I mean, that's the reality shows. Yeah, oh, that's just be, not yeah. the. That's but even like you know, look at the CW shows. You look at any show with high school kids or college age kids. Yeah, they're like hooking up with this person and that person, and no one even thinks I about know, it. It's I not know. a big deal. Don't tell so me. I would go I've the love one there. Oh, so God. I would go love boat. Would be like kind of tame. It's usually just yeah. one person meeting one person, and they leave the boat. They're like, yeah, we're going to get married and love each other forever, <laughs> which kind of justified their promiscuous behavior on the ship. Right. Except for the doctor, who just literally would hook up with, you know, like every know. every week you'd be like, okay, that's the one the doctor's going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Isaac never got anybody, and he Gopher the, only got Julie. So you're like, what happens to everybody else? He was your the dad Wilbur Val- Valderoma of his day. Yeah, your dad you know, never got just, to hook up with anybody, almost ever. Yeah. He had a couple. But Doc McCoy was like, he was like the player. And i got to be honest, I was always like, what? They couldn't have cast a better looking guy than that. I mean, I'm sure he's great. Bernie Cap, Cap Copel. Copel is really funny. But I'm like, yeah. he's the heartthrob on the show? Because <laughs> he was funny. <laughs> he was funny. That's not. Humor uh, goes a long yeah, way women for women. That's full of shit. Women too, say that, but that is bullshit. That's bullshit. No, it's not. That's true, though. I, it's it's, it's absolutely it's not. No, I'll give yes. you my phone and explain <laughs> that. <laughs> I'll give you. No, humor. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give. If we you give, you go and, uh, I know women go. Oh yeah, a sense of humor. Not true. At You're all. lying. That's all. No, not that's you. Not, not true. I think. I think. Wait. I would say this. It's very true. At very the true. point in your life that you are right now. Yeah. I would say you actually believe that a sense of humor yes. is one of the most important things. Yes. 25-year-old women no. do not believe that sense of humor is the most important Oh, well, yes, but I'm sorry. But he's in that age range. That's yeah. in the, he's, oh. he's, in the, he's, like, um, he's not 30 yet. So you go. Well, but I am. But you're 30. 
33. Okay, but still, you're in that, you can date 25 to 35-year-olds, sure. right? It's not going to get interesting. There's a 10-year. Oh, the 10-year. I, look, I, it's true. It's not going to get interesting for you until you start dating at least 30 I married 11 years yeah, younger but they're way me. too smart So my me. wife's 33. <laughs> they're 33-year-olds. Ah, ah. <laughs> Do you mean like, Yeah, they're too smart. Yeah, because, you're too big a child to date Because that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too, like, I'm, I'm not judging you for that, by the way. Like, I am I am fun. I don't give a, you know what I mean? like. Right. And I also like thirty-year-old girls want like lawyer dudes or dudes who like can like buy houses. Do you know what I mean like I live in a house with four other comedians? Do you mean thirty-year-old? Yeah, well, do you mean other? Yeah, I would prefer yeah, that. Yeah. I would. Do you know what I mean? Right. No, I get it. Oh, I get it. It doesn't. But sense of humor is great. <laughs> it's great. We all love sense of humors. Yes. But if I put a really funny, not so attractive guy next to Tyler Lautner. Yeah. I'll pick the really funny, that, not so attractive guy. Uh, okay. I, I. You will. I agree. I agree. Now you would do that. I don't think that most young women no. in yeah. their early twenties they want they yes. want to go. Yes, That's I would love to see humor, but he's like, if he's super hot and he's kind of a jerk and he can be funny sometimes, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it for a night. Nah, or as long as he says, "Look, I don't want a girlfriend, but we can hang out." See, right now that say. would be the biggest turnoff. To of me. course, it would because you're in a grown up. You're an adult. You're an adult. You got yeah. responsibilities and yes. a life. I would yeah. be like, really? Okay, go find the twenty-year-old. Yeah, good luck. That, that will that will fall for your shit. That's right. And there's full tons. And of there are them. tons of them. Yeah, they're oh, right I there know. waiting in line. I know. I'm so glad I don't uh, have daughters. Uh, I have a daughter. Sister. I know. I'm sorry. I am worried. I, I I do, but I do feel like I will uh, scare the shit out of everybody who ever comes to my house. Get a taser. Taser. Just clean Please. it. My grandfather was a cop, Please. and he used to he used to clean his gun on the front porch yeah. while my mother would bring her dates home. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. I 100% get that. Yeah. Um, That's why you don't bring dates home. <laughs> uh, no, my daughter will never go out with any human being that I don't know first. Ever. <laughs> that's not true. Oh, you're so innocent. You're so, thank you. You think <laughs> yeah. that's how the world works. I don't know. You guys, uh, you I think I've never actually thought about this. I 100% will know where she is. All the time. Until she goes to college. Nope. Yep, because and you know what college. she'll do to you? He's going to put a she low jack on She will rebel on you. Yeah. He's going to drive her away. She, I'm not going to drive. She will rebel on you. My daughter, here's the thing. Minister's daughter. If hey, I am honest, smart. if I, I am honest, I listen, I, I'm i minister's son. Ex well, it's different. There's two. You're, you're, there it two is different. However, my daughter, my but my dad and I didn't talk about the stuff that I grew up with. My daughter and I will talk about the stuff that... That she's dealing with in her life, and she will trust me, and I will trust her. I don't That's trust other people. That's no, but you will trust her, and you will raise. her. I do trust her. You will I raise don't her trust to... other people. That's... She'll raise her to sift through the BS. Sometimes she. But here's the thing. Sometimes it won't be in her control. To I will. All I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm going to stalk her. Correct. I'm just saying <laughs> I will know where she is because you're going to raise her to tell you to be honest. Not just that, but I will know where her phone is all the time. That's true. All the time. My older son and I have an extremely great relationship like that. It's very, I learned pretty quickly with him that after making many mistakes where he would tell me something, I would be like, you're kidding me. Why would you? Then I learned to be calm and go, oh, okay, well, I can understand how that might be or whatever. And now he tells me he's 20. Yeah. I know everything that he's doing. I knew when he was losing his virginity. The day I knew. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Wait, he told you beforehand. Well, I kind of figured it out because it was August back east, and he walked out of the house with a blanket to his car to meet his girlfriend. And I'm like, "Where are you going with a blanket?" A blanket. It's they August. The park. And it's humid. And he look. He gives me this kind of like half shitty grin, and he's like, "I'm gonna go and meet 
so-and-so. And I go, um, do you have a raincoat? <laughs> he goes, yes, I do. I said, where are you going? With a blanket. <laughs> With a blanket. Behind the tennis courts. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And I said. Wow. It's a, you know, so spectacular. Great. I'm sure she was. Wow. You know, for the first time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, but we do. We but do. that's, I mean, that's the key is the key is to. It's possible. The, the, no, the secret, I suppose, not having children, but just being an observer is like. You just be on, you know, you you have that relationship with the with your children to where they tell you, like you have that open, you know. Well, I hope. I mean, again, I hope I raise her in a way that she understands to value herself. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. In a to way you. that she to not what you're, give herself away to some random right. asshole kid like right. that I was, because I can say, my wife and I have a very, my wife and I have a very um, unique, I think. Uh, situation and how we can talk to our daughter about stuff because uh-huh. yeah. um, my wife has a very kind of very unique uh, kind of background uh-huh. and how she was raised and and what she did and how she lived her life that's not one of those things where the daughter can go back yeah but you did this and she can go actually here's what I did yeah right yeah. and I can say and here's who I was because I can tell you exactly what this boy wants yeah, yeah. Because I was that boy. Yeah. yeah. Right? Every boy is. Every boy is. <laughs> I mean, most boys. Some yeah. boys can't have that yeah. opportunity, but some kids who can, right. yeah. they take advantage of it. And I wish more parents would raise their, their sons. My son was raised by women completely. My sister, myself, my mom. Because um, he didn't really know. His, we got divorced when he was one and a half, and he hasn't seen his father since then. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. But um, so... M- I, it's been so important to us as women to yeah. raise him with a respect for women. That's it's, a, it's so important. To, I mean, yeah. yeah, because you know, it's it just that that circle of whatever will continue to perpetuate itself. No, listen, my parents taught me the same thing. But I, you know, when that's, you're eighteen years old, your libido and yeah, but like there's also I mean overdrive, and you're like. Yeah, but it's a, like I mean I can tell you situations, and I don't want to get in. Obviously, we all made mistakes when we were in our and that's going to happen, teens of course. And early 20s, I mean, that so. happens regardless because we're all you know scientifically that's how your brains work. But it's in the end, that's also you know where as far as just parenting goes, is you keep the relationship to where you can have these right. discussions with your children and not have them want to rebel and not tell you no, where true. they're going. It's or true. Whatever. A it's learning true. experience you know. is different than a, a habitual. Cereal. Totally. No, right, um, right. And I I'm, and I hope to have a relationship with my daughter, that we can be honest with each other. Absolutely. But, I, but I, I'm not saying I'll have her phone tracked, although I will. I'm right. not saying because I don't trust her. Correct. You, because right. I don't trust other people. Right. Because well, you can't trust – I mean, unfortunately, in today's world, it's hard to trust people. Like, people she knows, great. Yeah. But I saw Taken. Sure. Yeah. Right? I saw that oh, movie. Oh, God. I can't even – There's no way my 18-year-old daughter would ever go to Europe by herself. Not happening. Well, Maxine, she went with when her you hear, friends. don't care. She went with her when you hear this, one friend. When you hear this in 16 years, and you she tell won't. me you want to go to Europe, I'm going to show you Taken, and you're going to say, okay, I don't want to go. I'll go yeah. to Santa Barbara. So or you'll take her. Or I'll take. Yeah, I'll take her on a family trip to, to Italy. We'll go with the whole family, and we'll have take great a experience. princess cruise. It'll yeah, be we'll fantastic. We'll take a princess cruise. Policing every every place, so that's fine. That's true. We'll have our own personal security guards everywhere we go. Absolutely, that's going to be great. This show's been awesome. It has been awesome. Weird. We we were having really doing a lot of fun stuff, and then Absolutely. we went and got a little serious. But that's yeah. okay. Because we 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 span the gamut. We're of like uh, this topics. is like this is a nine o'clock show. 
This well, there you we go. went from an eight o'clock kind of funny show to a kind of nine-ish to ten show. Yeah, borderline ten-ish, depending on if you tune in next week and you see what happens. It's a procedural, but you don't know. So, Jill, tell us again where people can find your show. Uh, it's uh, the UBN Network, and it's On the Rocks with Jill and Alexander. Fantastic. It's Facebook, all that stuff. You can tweet me at Wheelan Jill. Wheelan Jill, everybody. W-H-E-L-A-N. I do also have the other one. with It's Jill Wheelan, but I don't remember my password. So, so you can't get into it? Got I it. can't get into it. I could probably call, but... Yeah. All right. I like it. Uh, and uh, Shannon Fox does a guide to picking favorites, and yeah. she'll have all your stuff on there and all the oh, stuff nice. we talked about. Um, and then we'll figure out if we can actually leave that part in about uh, the unfortunate story when you, you were a child. You do whatever you like. So we'll see it's what we can good. do. I we vote, got yes. Charles Bull's story, so that's Charles Bull's story is a great story. <laughs> I vote yes, allegedly, because people are going to be wondering what you were talking about now. So I know, yes. but that's why it's great, because then they'll be like, what were they talking about? And uh, they'll I'll, start asking ask us. Ask me, because I'll tell you. Uh, don't I, we got to figure it out. Uh, Jill, thank you so much for coming in today. <laughs> Thanks for I'm having me. Excited. I'm, I'm very excited I got to meet you. I loved the show when I was when I was growing up, and it's a real pleasure to get to spend some time with you uh and hopefully um we'll see each other again soon there you go guys thanks so much for listening awesome. uh again this is dave coleman and my name is pootie pie and pootie pie <laughs> was on the show today he, he sounded a lot like razzle yeah, which is okay um he does a great american right. michigan accent absolutely so we'll see you guys next week see you guys thanks Bye. Hey, I'm Stephen Dubner. I'm James Altucher. We both make podcasts. I do one called Freakonomics Radio. And I do one called The James Altucher Show. Very uh, cunning name there. Yes, I'm, um, I admit my narcissism. We've been podcasting a while, but we've never podcasted together. And that's what today represents is the beginning of our first joint project called... Question of the Day. It's not a good name, Question of the Day. It's going to sound kind of like this. <laughs> What words do you think the English language needs? What words or expressions are missing? What can you teach me now in the next 10 minutes that will be useful for the rest of my life? What is the best way to start an engaging conversation with a stranger? Has your memory suffered when you were in your late 40s? Can't remember back to the late 40s. <laughs> are we recording? I don't know, but shouldn't waste good conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, look, on we're, just conversation. We're, we're each episode is going to be about 10 minutes long, but 10 of the most action-packed minutes you've ever heard in podcasting. It's a very fortified podcast. It's fortified, kind of like a one-a-day vitamin, kind of like question of the day podcast vitamin. So if you're short on time, but long on curiosity, you don't want to miss it. You can find us at Earwolf.com and iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.